Fratelloni's Ace Hardware Store brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 26, October 17, 2018. The uh, temperature on the uh, sign outside the commas, uh, Common Surface Savings and Loan in downtown Garage Logic, the record low, 22 degrees in 1952. And on this day in 1910, 84 degrees. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Is Johnny in there? Yes, I am. Did you show the boys my ukulele? I did. What is this contraption? A thing? friend of mine made that, Rick Copeland. Nice. He, he's a Renaissance man. So cool. He's a dentist by trade, but he's a woodworker, a scratch golfer, knows his scotches, knows Ooh. music. Forget ukulele, sun scotch. Well, so he made <laughs> this. He made this ukulele. Uh, it's called a cigar box ukulele. Mm-hmm. John, describe what he has. Uh, describe uh, the various parts. Uh, what they're really called, but what he has used. Well, uh, there's uh, first thing is the cigar box itself. Right. Would you hold still um, so I can take a picture is, of it? Is uh, uh, is this a famous cigar, Joe? Mark Twain? I, I don't know anything about cigars. I, I'm not aware of that. It's no. a, a very cool box anyway. It's yeah. Mark Twain cigars. None better for the money. Uh, so that in itself is cool. Uh, and then when you uh, turn it around. This is really cool. He has put GL uh, in metal. Yeah, uh, it's carved out in metal, and that uh, is basically where uh, on a guitar it'd be where the pickups are. The pickups, yeah, par- and part of the pick guard, right? Also, right, uh, that you would uh, do the thing with. Uh, then there's also uh, we call this the bridge, right? And uh, the bridge has spark plugs. Yes, that the strings uh, are Clever. attached to a piece of metal with. I don't know what the, that metal is, but then across. Uh, where the strings run across, there's uh, what, what do you call this? Uh, not a uh, a pipe fitting, a pipe threaded, fitting. a yeah. Threaded, threaded, yeah, yeah, it's threaded on both sides, and uh, and that's what the strings run over to hold hold them steady. Is that is that pipe fitting? Is that glued onto the box? Uh, yeah, it has to be. Okay, yes. Otherwise, you, you it would should roll see off. some of the, he made a uh, he just had his first grand set. He made a Harley Davidson uh, rocking. Uh, Horse. No way! Really? And it's just fantastic. Anyway, he made this, no, but, but I, I brought it in so John could could take a crack at tuning it. Yeah, and and to play a little bit of it because uh, I don't know how to play. It was given to me uh, knowing that I don't know how to play. Yeah, but I thought it sounded good enough. I got to have height uh, check this out and bring it in. Maybe you can just play a few notes or I don't, something. Yeah, I don't really know uh, how to play ukulele, but I can you know. Well, what's the difference between a ukulele and a guitar? Well, they're tuned different. A ukulele has four strings, of course. Yeah. Uh, there are also cigar box guitars, which have four strings that are tuned like a guitar. This this is tuned like a ukulele, though. All right. Uh, of which there are various tunings. All I know I about know ukuleles is Arthur Godfrey. Yeah. That's yeah. all I know. Oh. Yeah. And whenever I hold it, I think I should go, Honolulu, baby. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking Tiny Bubbles. <laughs> yeah. Tiny Bubbles. How about Brown-Eyed Girl? No. No, no, no not that one. That's a guitar. Okay. It's, but the sound quality is fantastic. Oh, yeah. You want me to move the mic? Yeah. Isn't that cool? Very cool. I got to teach myself how to play it. Ah, well, you can start with Smoke on the Water, right? No, well, let's, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I 
It has that ukulele sound. It does. I think John's doing a fine job. Is he going to take requests? This yeah. isn't the yeah. first one of these he's made. This is just the first one he's made that's customized for Garage Logic. That is yeah. really neat. And it's, yeah, yeah it's yeah, very nifty looking. Uh, okay, here's what I think we should consider. Hmm. Since we're getting new digs, this yeah. this should have a prominent place. You think it should go in the new yeah, digs? Oh, I yeah. Listen, listen, yes, Kate, definitely. Uh, folks, we've pulled a... A big time fast one on the upper management here. Yeah. Because not only do we have. Are you a... sure you want to be bragging about that? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Well, but it's already, the plans are already there. Yeah. We have a, a work area a, for, for the staff. The th- oh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Rick. A work yeah. area or the cubicles and working computers. Yeah. And then beyond that, when you walk through the door, yeah. we have our broadcast area, right. which, is, which is more than enough room. But they also added a lounge. Really? It's it's got a, a uh, green room. A yeah, green room? Not, yeah, like a green room with a with a L shaped couch. Uh, wow. We got a chair, like a recliner. Boy, I didn't know um, that. This is a, a glass scam. partition. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we have a lounge, so we're going to need to put neat stuff up on the walls. We're not yeah. leaving it white walls. Yeah. Uh, well, one other neat thing about this look, fellas. Watch this. You ready? Yeah. Press this button. Flash it's got a flashlight. No way! Oh, oh, like yeah. blue, black oh, wow. light. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, I gotta take another Isn't picture cool? of that. Yeah. Tell me when you're ready, and I'll it's turn it on. Got a piston in it too. I'm gonna turn the lights yeah, down. Kill the light. Don't get weird. Jan? Don't get weird. Oh, oh, I'm just turn yeah. the lights off. No, yep. turn yeah. it on, Heights. Like so ready? In here. Ready? Here we go. Yeah. Boom! Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's really neat. Pictures on the radio are difficult, but if you go, I'm sure they're gonna be. I'm sure they're gonna be posted on the social media sites. I'll do it just right now. I'll do it right now. Yes. Yes. But not, you're not Saul again. You're not doing Saul. No, no, that was Reavers. That was not me. That was, that was Chris. That was, yeah. that was well, not okay, me. well, speaking of that, Better call. Uh, Dave Bliss in Sofia, Bulgaria, said, I appreciated your discussion on Paul or St. Paul on Monday's podcast. I'm actually a Bible teacher by trade, so I thought I could fill you in a bit on Paul's life, if you're interested. Uh, very. In- now, the last time apostles and... The they don't Bible really come up, up on the show, do they? But didn't we say who was the funny one? What was our debate? I'm well, not sure. We were wondering who, who was the, what, the one of the apostles was Henny Young. Yeah, <laughs> just who you know. They had a sense of humor, and we forgot who. I think somebody called in with uh, he would have been the funny one or the jokester. Yeah. Was there a prankster apostle? Apostle Rook. You know, <laughs> uh, he was born in modern day Turkey and originally went by the name Saul. He was a Jewish intellectual of the highest order. Despite his great religious learning, he became a violent persecutor of the early Christian church and made it a point to arrest Christians and have them killed. Hmm. Sounds very harsh. It was on an anti-Christian mission to Damascus that he had a blinding vision of Jesus. His life was shaken and he went from arresting Christians to becoming one of the most passionate followers of Jesus of all time. Before Paul, Christianity was largely a Jewish religion. He developed a passion to tell non-Jewish people about Jesus and would eventually, along with uh, his companions Tim, uh, Timothy, Luke, Silas, become the first to take Christianity to Europe. It is entirely possible that without Paul, Europe would never have had Christianity. Hmm. Hmm. He was also a prolific author. He wrote the biblical books of Romans 1st and 2nd Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, uh, Colossians, First in two Thessalonians, first in two Timothy, Titus, and Philemon. He also undoubtedly had great influence other New Testament over other New Testament writing. His past always haunted him, and he never forgot who he had been. He was called the apostle or messenger to the Gentiles, non-Jewish people, but was known to say that he did not deserve the title of apostle 
because of his violent history. Yet despite his bloody beginnings, the world is in a better place because of him, and it is a fitting tribute that Minnesotans have named their capital after him from Sofia, Bulgaria, Dave Bliss. He's known as Saul. Hey, this is, uh, was he uh, was he comfortable? Yeah, he made a nice living. He made a nice living. This is good. Seth Saul, and I incorrectly, uh, rookie incorrectly reported last time that Saul, who became Paul, mm-hmm. lost his uh, sight. But it was only for three days. Is that it? Three very long days. Yes, I see. Trying to find the, you know, the doorknob. Are you doing Norm Coleman now? This, it's, it's all uh, wrapped into one. Yeah. All right. Just really be... quick question, because uh, yeah. I want to post this, giving proper uh, credit. Who, who was the gentleman that made the uh, ukulele for Saul. you? No. <laughs> Rick Copeland. C-O-P-E-L-A-N-D. Rick, Rick. Copeland. All right. Rick C. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. And it's just a nifty. You're right. That's going to have a place of honor in our new. This uh, is really yeah, cool. In our new digs. We've got to yeah. do it right. It can't be. We're putting up just the calendar here. We need. To, we need to make sure everything is uh, is top drawer in that in that lounge area. We got a lounge area. Yeah. Don't get too excited about the lounge part. You let me decorate. <laughs> All right. I know people that can. Yeah, decorate. we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a uh, chair box in the corner. Watch it. Watch it. Hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere. Hey, if you're thinking about buying a new mattress, why don't you hold off on that investment and check out the MyPillow mattress topper. It's made of three unique layers designed to provide superior support, distribute body weight for ultimate comfort, and regulate your body temperature to keep you comfortable as you sleep. The zippered removable cover is also washable and dryable. I'm talking about our friends at My pillow the mattress toppers have a 10-year warranty 60-day money-back guarantee and come in seven sizes from twin to cal king mike lindell is also extending a special offer to gl podcast listeners now through december 31st you can save 30 percent on any size my pillow mattress topper and get two my pillow standard pillows when you enter the promo gl at checkout 30% 30% off and two standard my pillows you can't lose what are you waiting for go to mypillow.com Click on the mattress topper button on the home page and enter the promotional code GL at checkout. Go to mypillow.com, click on the mattress topper button on the home page and enter promo code GL at checkout. Save yourself some dough. Huh? Nice. You don't have to get a new mattress if this mattress topper will accomplish what you were uh, exactly. what you were after. Uh, because your show is fact-based, writes Doug in St. Cloud, I thought you should know that in yesterday's podcast, you said that Representative Jim Knobloch of St. Cloud dropped out of the race for state representative. He did not drop out, but rather suspended his campaign. He can still be elected uh, as his name is on the ballot. I think that is highly unlikely at this time, considering his district includes St. Cloud State University, a very liberal school, and Representative Knobloch is a Republican. Uh, his daughter has brought up uh, these allegations uh, uh, again and was going public with them uh, through Minnesota Public Radio. Evidently, the charges were investigated by the Sherburne County in 2016 and were, according to them, unfounded. Sad story. I've known Jim for many years and genuinely feel for him and his family. Not what, uh, not sure what to believe anymore. Politics is getting crazier by the day. My wife and I enjoy the podcast and make it a daily event to listen to you guys in our sunroom with an adult beverage. Thank you for thank you for keeping us uh, podcast. Uh, thank you for keeping us. Uh, what am I trying to say? Thank you for downloading and listening Whatever. to the podcast. Uh, and uh, regarding uh, 
Elizabeth Warren. I was reading more about her today. She actually listed herself as a Native American on the on the directory of uh, at Harvard. <laughs> we were discussing that last night in my home, and that um, that was frowned upon. And uh, Bill has a good uh, point. Uh, at approximately 2140 of today's Tuesday first hour podcast yesterday, you indicated that regarding her supposed Native American heritage, Elizabeth Warren windmilled herself. This may be true, but I would also suggest that more importantly, she headdressed herself. Would you not agree? <laughs> if I'm correct, then we might expect a usual non-apology apology for from her soon for no other reason than to keep herself in the public eye, showing her contrition just as the headdressing celebrities do. Now I raise the question, if a public figure is both windmilling and headdressing, what shall we call the combination? Winddressing or headmilling? Yet another observation from a longtime listener, Bill. I... I Considered yesterday wondering if she should be held accountable as an example of headdressing. Headdressing is when a celebrity does something that they know uh, will get them in hot water with the great Twitter unwashed so that they can then come out again and apologize for it. That's headdressing. Wearing a headdress, for example, uh, a, a, a musical artist wearing a headdress in a concert, knowing that they will get called out on that, then they get to apologize for it. Right. That's headdressing. Uh I think I think her case is more headdressing than windmilling. Windmilling pretty much has to do with uh, uh, environmental issues, right? And it's not power washing. No, it's what what it is. I think is fraud. <laughs> you you sold yourself as a member of the Cherokee Nation. The Cherokee Nation absolutely wants nothing to do with this crackpot. Yeah, really, they really distance themselves very fast. I don't power know if, washing again was what refreshed me. Oh, that was the... Uh, power washing the is fu- rewriting history. <laughs> okay. Uh, it got its term from uh, That's right. a fellow in the, on the Seattle City Council. You should help me remember his name. He saw uh, a maintenance worker using a power washer to clean, the, uh, to clean the steps outside the government center in Seattle, and he insisted that that was... Uh, too mindful of turning hoses on civil rights activists in the 1960s. That's power washing. Uh, Larry Gossett, council member Larry Gossett. That's it. I don't know if it's junior or senior. (laughs) That's Lou. That's Lou. Just a minute. Yeah, we'll call a Warren a a headdresser. Headdresser. Uh, Joe, sitting in my hotel in London a couple weeks back, listening to the podcast, and what name do I hear? None other than Scott Matura. Growing up with Scott in St. Paul, we were nearly inseparable. He's our chef out in Montana. Yeah, who is, who's writing this? Uh, uh, Kevin Casey. Kevin Casey. Okay, sure. Yeah, yep. yep. Uh, none other than, uh, uh, as life would have it, following grade school, I headed off to Hill, and he went to Creighton. I immediately looked him up on LinkedIn, and after 35 years, we've had a chance to reconnect. Uh, and then he, uh, he references the interview with author John Camp from last week, John Sanford, when it was recommended to me that I read John Conley. And this fellow, Kevin, uh, agrees and suggests that you start at the beginning to fully understand the storyline. There are a number of books in the series which should get you through the long Minnesota winter. The supporting characters of Lewis and Angel, as well as the Fulci brothers, are as entertaining as they come. Uh, Okay, loving the podcast. I've been listening online from Philadelphia for the past 10 years, and the switch to the new format has been a welcome transition. Just wanted to say thank you for bringing a part of home to me every day. Fantastic. Cool. Huh? Huh? Okay. And I heard from Hannah's mom again. Hannah's my little CI girl. Yep. Uh, we don't, I, we need uh, Jessica. You got to uh, email me how old Hannah is now. 38. 
Yeah. <laughs> you want to feel old? <laughs> no, she writes, Jessica writes, Hannah wanted Rookie to know that she's not in her third year of college. Ah. And she was, uh, like you uh, alluded to the other day. But she wanted to alert me, uh, Hannah did, uh, you can now buy Band-Aids yeah. that are for diversity. Come on. Come on. Mm-hmm. You mean uh, a different skin tones? Well, yeah, but to me... Band-Aids, have, I've never seen a white Band-Aid. If, if it's whiteness we're going after, I've never seen a white yeah, I, Well, and yeah, Band-Aids agree. now, because we go through a lot of them in our house, they're, they're clear. The, mm-hmm. the, or the uh, sticky part is clear. But Band-Aids are just supposed to be a bandage. It doesn't have to be oh, an extension for, no, of your skin no, tone. they're diversity Band-Aids now. Wow. You can get diversity Band-Aids. What do they look like? Probably more expensive. They look just like a Band-Aid. I have no idea why. <laughs> just three times the cost. I guess. Diversity and healing or something to that effect. Oh, I, sure. Okay. We got the the variety pack. Well, does it have to, are they, what they're are the ver- colors? They're, they vary in color to match skin tone. <laughs> well, wait, can't you buy all, you know, Polish? You got any sunburned red <clears throat> yeah, ones? How about, uh, or for me, the very pasty band-aid. Right, yeah. <laughs> Yours literally would have to be white. Because I get sunburned in the studio. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Hannah's a very observant young uh CI girl, and she uh, was terribly amused and thought the old mayor would get a chuckle out of that. Yeah, right. I think that's funny. The uh, I would imagine uh, as this show uh, progresses today, we might hear more <laughs> uh, what the Ellison Keith Ellison uh, divorce file might contain. I, I'm prepared to believe his ex-wife, who was saying, "You're not going to find anything there about abuse." I, I choose that I choose to believe her. I, I I think I do too. I saw her in her press conference speaking, or what she her, her her message to the media, and I felt bad for. Her. Well, what she's concerned about is why should she relive a, apparently a bout of depression, uh, discovering That's... she had an illness, and uh, and and I you know what, I don't have enough of a killer instinct uh, to be a jerk. What is the but what? Let me finish. Okay. Because what I would want to wonder, and it probably isn't my business, but maybe the divorce was, well, I don't even want to say it because I, I, I'll i end up sounding like a jerk. Okay. Then Do maybe- you, does anybody know what I'm trying to say? I think what you're trying to say is there's nothing that you could gain from the knowledge of whatever documents, whatever information these documents uh, have that's going to sway you either way. Well- Okay. No, I think I, I think I do know what you're okay. saying. Okay, here, here's what I will say. If if this woman, uh, and she appeared terribly uh, serious, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, very humble, serious. If this is going to be terribly harmful to her, he's not showing me much. Is that is that fair? Uh, he's yes. not showing me much by staying in the race for attorney general. Uh, yes. You know, cut her some slack if it's that traumatic. If it was a I low- thought we were supposed to be very aware of women experiencing trauma. Yeah, we are. I'm not suggesting she experienced domestic abuse trauma, but apparently, you know, I well, something happened. She, I mean, she said, if I it's had any consolation, if it's any consolation to her, Kim, I won't even read it because I don't care. Okay, that was my next question. What um, does the uh, Star Tribune and who is the other outfit? I'm not endorsing Ellison, by the way. It was a no. website. I wouldn't vote for him if my life depended on it. Okay, but what uh, if the Star Tribune and the other uh, website— Alpha something. Alpha, yeah. Yeah, whatever it is. If they look at They're this— They're looking at it right now. Okay, but what are they— 
are they just going to drop the ball if it doesn't say uh, he beat me Here, or here's he what hit I predict. me? Here's what I predict. Oh, because I don't I don't care to listen about her her the sad point in her life that should remain private. Well, and that's that will tell us a lot about the news gatherers mm-hmm. who are going to examine this divorce record. We all know they're examining it to find out if Ellison was physically abusive. Agreed. That's the only reason yes. they're looking at this. And if there if there's nothing in there that would suggest that, absolutely nothing, then why don't they just drop that? Turn off the computer and go home because it's not my business that this woman uh, experienced a lot of uh Emotional problems upon learning she had what multiple sclerosis, multiple sclerosis, yeah, yeah. little depression. Okay, that's not my. That has nothing right. to do with the attorney general's race. Well, that's nothing. My, that's my hope then that that these two outfits can just go. Uh, nothing to see here, people. Uh, we looked at it thoroughly. Uh, let's move on. Yeah. I, now, sometimes, see, you have to read. You have to read stories till the very end. Sometimes to learn. More here by accident than elsewhere by design. What did you find? Well, this 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 is not unprecedented that in a political campaign, a divorce record would be unsealed. Get this. Uh, in 2004, the Chicago Tribune and the local ABC affiliate, I'm reading from the Pioneer Press, uh, and local ABC affiliates successfully sought to unseal the divorce file of Jack Ryan a Republican U.S. Senate candidate, and his ex-wife, actress Jerry Ryan. Those records turned out to be a bombshell, as it showed Jerry Ryan had accused her then-husband of trying to coerce her to have sex with him in front of strangers at sex clubs in Paris and New York. The revelations eventually forced Ryan to drop out of the race, allowing his Democratic opponent to coast to a landslide, landslide victory. Who do you think his Democratic opponent was? I vaguely remember this. I remember Jack Ryan. I remember his name. I didn't remember it until just now. Who was the Democratic opponent that coasted to an amazing victory after we get the bombshell news that uh, Jack was a bit kinky? What was he running for? Barack Obama. Barry? Barack Obama's launch to power, you could argue. Stems from an no, unsealed divorce record from 2004. Makes, okay, that's Isn't that something? I had forgotten about that. Wow. See what digging will do for you? Well, I didn't dig. I just read the no, story. No, but I'm saying people. That's what they're all going for, to well, find the bombshell. Well, obviously, it, it was the Obama people who uh, pressed for the unsealing of that particular divorce uh, file. And sure wow. enough... They got the bombshell they were looking for. This guy sounds like a 100% fruitcake. And then, so yeah, who? It go all the way to Paris or Germany or what? wherever. So who does he launch into fame? Barack Obama. Barack Hussein Obama. Isn't that something? Wow, I don't say, I don't, little... I don't anticipate that uh, the unsealing of the Ellison uh, file will result in that bombshell. It sounds like what it'll result in is just uh, some embarrassment and regret for the for Kim Ellison. That's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember Terry Ryan? Terry Ryan, the actress, his GM wife. of the Jerry. Tweets? Jerry, I'm sorry, oh. Jerry, Jerry Ryan, G E R I. Yeah, I don't. Very, was she is she pretty gal and a very good actress actually? Uh, last time I saw her, I think she was uh, in uh, Bosch on Amazon. Uh, played the bad. Uh, oh, Harry Bosch. Yeah. Yep. 
Was she ever in a movie I might have heard um, of? She was on uh, one of the investigative uh, TV shows. Oh, yeah? I don't recall which one, but oh. uh, anywho. <laughs> uh, Jerry Ryan just pulled her up on IMDb. I do known for. She was in Star Trek. Yeah, that's right. Dracula and uh, Mortal Kombat Rebirth. <laughs> The year after Ryan's divorce uh, file was unsealed, he said in an interview to the Dartmouth Review, let me be the only person this has happened to. This is not a good precedent for American society if you really want the best and brightest to run. In other words, what I think he's alluding to there is the best and the brightest are not going to run for any office in this country if they think they have something in their past that could be interpreted uh, uh, to uh, to go against their character, mm-hmm. but that's a pretty that that's a big question on Ryan's character, isn't it? Uh yes. Let's perform in front of these strangers. Yeah. yeah. I'm a little sheepish. I yeah, yeah. I, Not that I, bold. I don't want that. Thanks. No. Yeah. No. no. I'm okay. I'm good. Uh, why don't we come back with a John Hyde newscast? Cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. The city of Minneapolis says it's asked the owner of Aqua Nightclub to voluntarily relinquish her liquor license. More city regulators will start the process to revoke the license. Uh, you might remember shooting there several days ago. Wounded three people. Aqua's attorney, Andrew Bardwell, confirmed the city's information, issued a statement saying it was a knee-jerk reaction. Bardwell also said the nightclub has voluntarily decided to keep Aqua closed until October 24th. City records show Aqua was cited for violations of the nightclub's liquor license conditions back in April. All of this coming from uh, 5 Eyewitness News, KSDP. The city's licensing division cited and fined Aqua for not having proper insurance between April 1st and April 17th. Also cited for one of the owner's business partners acting as a manager, which he's not to do uh, because he's not allowed to do that because he's a convicted felon. Right. The place is a cesspool. Shut it down and burn it to the ground. Aqua's okay, a- Reaver's holding back. Oh I go God. clubbing there quite a bit. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, you, I wear my cowboy outfit. Well, nice, the problem nice. is Sunday night in downtown Minneapolis is really bad. The problem is Joe Sunday walk- night's a school night. I'm I'm old. I'm an old man, and I still think of Sunday night as a school night. <laughs> not I'm to, not going to a nightclub on a Sunday night. Not to mention the fact that Joe thinks it's a water store. Yeah, I'm seeing water skis. Aqua. And, selling aqua. Right, yeah. well, water-based uh, things. Sunday night is typically what they call service industry night. So a lot of people that work on Friday mm-hmm. nights and Saturday nights, that's their Saturday night. I Why are they you. so rowdy? Um, the clientele. Okay. Aqua's owner is Freedom gotcha. Brewer. Yeah. And her business partner is Damian LaShawn Nelson. Wait a minute. Yes. The name of the owner is what? Freedom Brewer. That's not a company. That's, <laughs> I thought that's that was a, a brewer. Uh, as, a, as in a brew, uh, as in a beer? Uh, I think it's a person, Joe. No, it's, it's a, a person. female. I see. Who owns it. And her name. name's Freedom? Freedom Brewer. Why don't you foghorn that, please? That You can't be named Freedom. That's not a that's No, not if a you're name. a brewery named Freedom Brewer, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool, actually. Her business partner is Damian LaShawn Nelson. Nelson right now serving a prison term at mm-hmm. Minnesota St. Cloud Correctional Facility. Isn't that nice? It's a tough uh, way to have a partnership. Yeah. For felony domestic assault. City regulators also recommended Nelson not be allowed on the licensed premises and have not any management direction or hiring practices at the nightclub. 
Minnesota students scored above the national average on the ACT college entrance exam and best among 19 states where at least 90% of teens took the test. The results released Wednesday show the class of 2018 earning an average composite score of 21.3 out of a possible 36, down slightly from last year's 21.5, but still above the national average, which is 20.8. Well, we're well below that uh, back in 1986 or (laughs) 7. The ACT had somebody dragging her down then, didn't we? Yeah, 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 I was pulling her down pretty good. The ACT measures a student's readiness in math, reading, science, and English. 99% of Minnesota's graduating seniors took the test this year. So we had um, conferences for the first grader last yeah. night. You know, you walk over, you get a little kind of checkup on yeah. how they're doing. Yeah, and I, I look at the thing, and it says D on math. I'm like, oh. I'm like what? what grade? First grade. But they don't – it's not yeah. A, B, C, and T. Yeah. It's – this is where he – He's in Group D in Whoa, first grade. So me Whoa. being, what the hell's going on? Right. right. May then, I may I boast for a moment? Sure. sure. Yeah, Never so. once had a bad conference about any kid. Never once. How about you? To the point where I thought, <laughs> why even go to these things? But I did. I went to all. You still of them. went? Okay, good. You still should go. Mm-hmm. Um, what were they just? Uh, and that makes me realize how lucky I am to have preceded this current social media age, which I think is going to be causing problems. We yet have no idea the depths they'll reach. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing I'm noticing is the the writing for kids is just basically non-existent because everything is done digitally. Yeah, they don't write. Yeah, uh, I've been to conferences, a lot of them, where they got good marks, but they always say they, like Gabe, talks too much. Yeah, never there's, had that. There's yeah. a shock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You guys, I gave you bum information yesterday on Moeller. Uh-oh. I thought the watch ex- – it's true that October is watch month at all three RF mm-hmm. Moeller Jewelers stores, but I thought the big extravaganza began this Thursday. No, I gave you a bum deal. When is it? Uh, it starts next Thursday, October 25th, and that'll be the annual watch show, and that's going to be at the Highland Park store. Uh, they'll centralize all their inventory at that one store, Ford and Cleveland. And if you're a GL podcast listener, you go in there, you're going to get 100 bucks off a Rolex – overhaul or 250 bucks off any watch $500 or more. These are special offers to GL podcast nice. listeners. But just so I can stay on my toes, I gave you a bum info. The uh, the extravaganza, the watch extravaganza begins October 25th at the uh, RF Moeller Jewelers on Ford and Cleveland. They're also at 50th in France and in Gavaday Common. In downtown Minneapolis. So you wait a week, and uh, no big deal. It starts yeah. on the 25th. Just yeah. put that I just gave you the wrong date. Yeah. Facing the problem of some Republican problems in congressional elections, President Donald Trump said Tuesday that he won't accept the blame if his party loses control of the House in November, <laughs> arguing his campaigning and endorsements have helped Republican candidates. In a wide-ranging interview three weeks before Election Day, Trump told the Associated Press he senses voter enthusiasm rivaling 2016, and he expressed cautious optimism that his most loyal supporters will vote even when he's not on the ballot. Uh, we don't know yeah, that. Right. He dismissed suggestions that he might take responsibility for midterm losses or view the outcome as a referendum on his presidency. He said, no, I think I'm helping people. I don't believe anybody's ever had this kind of an impact. Trump spoke on a range of subjects, defending Saudi Arabia from the growing condemnation of the case of a missing journalist, accusing his longtime attorney Michael Cohen of lying under oath, and flashing defiance when asked about the horse face insult that he hurled at Stormy Daniels. (laughs) 
Asked if it was uh, right to insult a woman's appearance, he responded, you can take it any way you want. Really, only one way to take that. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Throughout much of the nearly 40-minute interview, he sat, arms crossed, in the Oval Office behind the desk. I told you, he always has his arms folded. Uh, that's a defensive that's measure. A, yeah, exactly. Uh, flanked by top aides during the interview, including uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Communications Director Bill Shine, White House Counselor Kellyanne Conway listened from a nearby sofa. I, I have a question. Here we are. So we're basically right smack in the middle of heavy advertising in the political season. I mean, you cannot watch any local television without getting bombarded by ads, correct? Mm -hmm. And we're really seeing the underbelly of the political side of things. Um, what in the hell is it going to be like in two years? Boy, it's not getting any better, is it? No. It, it It's going to be absolute Armageddon. Uh, we need to – someone needs to step up and say – no more TV ads. Well, no, I more, agree. no more TV ads, <laughs> or or just only TV ads that the candidates put out, mm -hmm. because then there's accountability. These lobbyist ads for both parties, it's just silly and stupid. Well, that's why I'm glad Hauser does the report card thing. I, I don't know how many how effective it is and how many people actually watch it. <clears throat> I mean, but it it's it's accountability. Dean Phillips, who I've met several times, they ran the 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 booze joint and. Whoever's against him says he tried to give young kids liquor. Paulson. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's just hogwash. And I would, if I was in Eric Paulson's, Paulson seems to be going against character, doesn't he? he yes, he he's never, not like he that's he not the rammer. Like that. That's not the rammer way no. who preceded him. And it's just it's stupid. Well, it'd be nice to get Paulson on to maybe talk about it, but uh, you know he'll never return a phone call. All right, come on, or e, an email. Hillary Clinton, unharmed when the Secret Service vehicle she was in was involved in a crash. The former Secretary of State and First Lady headed to a fundraiser for Democratic U.S. Senator Bob Menendez. On Tuesday night, the vehicle pulled into a parking garage, made a left turn, and ran into a concrete column. Clinton emerged from the van and walked to the fundraiser where she was the featured guest. Secret Service says no injuries were reported. And the uh, Jersey City Police Department is investigating. But driver Ray was put on suspension. Hasn't with this pay. happened before? Seems to me she's always getting in a wreck somehow. Maybe she's, take a left here, take a left, yeah. go, go, go. <laughs> Dennis Hoff, the brothel owner and Republican candidate for state legislature, was found dead at his Love Ranch brothel in Crystal, Nevada, according to police officials. I bet uh, he died happy. Yeah. <laughs> you remember, uh, Dennis, if you ever watched Cat House yeah, I've on seen HBO. It before. He, was the, uh, he was the man who ran the Cat Maybe House. Maybe he died doing what he loved best. The Nye County Sheriff's Office confirmed Hoff was found deceased. The Reno Gazette Journal reported the 72-year-old was at a party Monday night where, according to his campaign manager, he was having the time of his life. See, that's it, another school night. I'm not going to a party on a Monday night. I'm not going clubbing on Sundays. I'm not going to a party on, on Monday. Yes. Yeah. Right. Go, go to bed. Yeah. Guess, go to bed. Get ready for Monday. Who's going to take over then in his place? Guests at the uh, party <laughs> included porn star Ron Jeremy and ex-sheriff Joe Arpaio. Hmm. Hoff won the primary for state. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Hoff won the primary for his state assembly seat in. Uh, so you got a relative, June. like a brother. Shut up! Ousting a three-term lawmaker in the process, he was set to face off against Democrat Lisa Romanov. According to the Associated Press, Hoff was largely shunned by members of the Nevada GOP. Known for his nation. I know, Rook. You, oh, you, you think I, I'm that dumb? Know. You think I'm that stupid? I heard it. I didn't. I didn't know. What's Hoff, this guy's uh, first name? Uh, first name is Dennis. Dennis. Dennis, Dennis Hoff. Yeah. Uh, Dennis uh, credited his political success to President Trump. Not his brother. Oh. 
He called President Trump the Christopher Columbus for candidates like him. Uh, ballots yeah, have a yeah, name. Yeah, we need Trump so us uh, hot house owners could run or cat house or whatever the hell. Hot house. Well, they are. Yeah, That's two know. doors down. That's uh, <laughs> run by his brother Jack. <laughs> Ballots for the November 6th election have already been printed, and notices that Hoff has died will be posted at the polls. If he would win, the seat would be considered vacant. Commissioners from three counties in the district would then appoint another Republican to the position. Are the gals uh, distraught? Are they saddened? I I was was he he considered a good boss? He was well-liked. I saw the show a couple times. He seemed like they... You did, huh? Yeah. About three or four minutes in. Well, it was on HBO. It was uh, (laughs) was was interesting to watch. I wasn't a... I didn't watch every episode, but I had seen it. What's the... uh, What's the line, Joe, about uh, the brothel and uh, the seniority rank? Because it was that particular place had to be... uh, Union. It was union. Yeah. I'm trying to recall what that was about. Unionized. Uh, oh, you get the, it's a joke. Yeah. You oh you're okay. So you get the one that's been here sixty two years. You yep. gotta go with seniority. Seniority. Yeah. 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 Uh, the show is interesting, but there's a lot of these ew well yeah. you were watching yeah, a lot of that. A lot of um yeah, that's really something. A lot of lifetime this. employment. I'd much rather watch a uh, documentary on a bridge getting built. Not, well, every, not every time. Speaking of TV, mm-hmm. uh, last night of course we had the debut of the Connors. Oh God! That's the, oh, I missed that. That's the Roseanne show, of course. Oh, God Almighty! I'm Who gonna, cares? Well, no. Roseanne, Roseanne no longer is on. And if you're wondering, this is a spoiler alert. Yeah. If you're wondering how they handle it, her character died of an opioid I'll overdose. Be I'll be doing. As far as ratings went, uh, a slap in the face to her, huh? It was it was a seven point seven to thirteen in market uh, <laughs> metered market ratings. Now that's a decent rating. It's not a great rating. Not uh, like uh, the Roseanne uh, debut had last year, and uh, pretty comparable to how they ended last season mm-hmm. ratings wise. You missed uh, so it, huh, Joe? I did. Down thirty five percent from the Roseanne opener. The debut was just four percent better uh, than the series finale in metered market numbers. Uh, that should be enough for CBS or ABC, excuse me, to keep it on during the season, according to the experts. Well, I was and, just going to uh, say that's got to be better than most programming that they have on their network that's sitcom related. That I do not know. I'm going to tell you, I am all in, and if you haven't, you should start Ozark. Oh yeah. yeah. Everyone tell me. Uh, uh, we went episode after two episodes, just back to back, because it's. Jason uh, Bateman, I didn't realize he's a good actor. What a yeah. yeah, he just he's he's so smooth and pensive, and it's just it's got all sorts of great stuff in it. Yeah, it's very good. Got any uh, British sports cars or uh, antique wood boats? No, they got a nice club uh, where well, they're, well, they're drinking some King Louis. I think there's a boat season, in it. My season brother told two, me about a boat. Season yeah. two, uh, one of the guys who uh, has a lot of money, yeah. uh, you'll enjoy his boat. Yeah. Yes, most definitely. Yeah, he's doing. They're, they're drinking King Louis. Right. In fact, he glass. starts the episode by saying, what's the number one thing to know about getting on a boat? <laughs> well, he says boat safety. Stay with the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Stay in the boat. Stay in the boat. Stay in the boat. We can do that. We'll come back. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. Randy Johnson, the former Hennepin County board member, longtime uh, board member, yeah. in fact, for more than 40 years, Republican Party leader in the state for 50 years. Uh, we, we reached out to him. We reached out to people who we thought could reach him today, but we didn't hear back. Uh, I, and I, even if we, we hear back tomorrow, I still would love to have him on. 
to, uh, and I'll tell you why. Okay. He, he wrote a letter, I think it was over the weekend in the Star Tribune, saying uh, for the first time in his life he's voting a straight Democratic ticket. And he said, I haven't left the Republican Party. The Republican Party left me. And uh, I would dearly love to uh, to counter that with, I bet you there are uh, uh, DFLers his age who feel the exact same way about the Democratic Party. Oh, I'm sure of it. I'm not going to yeah. deny that he's facing the, uh, a different Republican Party than he's been accustomed to. Right. But so is any DFLer. The, the two are, we're getting farther out on the flanks here. And he goes on to say... Uh, uh, I still have the same fiscally conservative values, the same beliefs in limited government. The Republic, the Republican Party is kind of out in never, never land right now, Johnson said. Uh, this is a piece from, uh, who is this from? Uh, WCCO. Uh, Johnson retired in 2017. Now in a scorching letter to the Star Tribune, he reveals for the first time in his life he's voting Democrat. Frankly, I think President Trump has hijacked the Republican Party and the brand and the label, Johnson said. President Trump is popular among Minnesota Republicans, but Johnson says he can't support what the president stands for. He won't vote for his former Hennepin County Board colleague Jeff Johnson for governor or his friend Eric Paulson for Congress. He said he cannot trust that they will ever stand up to President Trump. I think it's time for Republicans, mainstream, real Republicans, to stand up and say enough is enough, Johnson said. Johnson says other Republicans feel the way he does but are not comfortable speaking out, so he will. I want to be a Republican, but I'm an independent now, Johnson said. And I would love to have that conversation with him. Don't you? Everything he's saying, mm -hmm. could, you could flip-flop it. Yes. And, and it's the same about the Democrats. 100%. Uh, the other thing— The middle's that, being left— uh, We're yeah, being left— I was just going to say, doesn't that mean there's a whole segment of voters who feel, you know, boy, there's no way where I can go anymore? Or, or to some extent, yeah, I have to, have to of feel course that. there are. Yeah. But, but the other thing that I find uh, interesting about this is that, uh, uh, let me find the line here. Um, uh, he can't support what the president stands for. Well, the other thing I'd like to ask uh, Randy is, well, what do you mean by that? Uh, Business wise, he's doing everything he said he would do politically. Right. So what I think what he must be referring to is the personal character issues. You know, he. It's tough to support a guy who, who uh, is so hard on women and he's got a Twitter loud mouth. Yeah, right, and, and, right. But in terms of 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 uh, what he promised uh, on the campaign trail, he seems to be accomplishing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's although why is the deficit up so much if if, if jobs are on the increase and the wages are so good? We're we're spending the highest too, deficit since 2012. Spending too much money, spending too much money, but in any event, uh Randy Johnson is making the big I think he's grandstanding here to tell you the truth. Uh but I would I would insist that who's going to stand up to the likes of uh Octavio Cortez or these young social justice Marxists who want to be in the on the Democratic Party. Who's going to stand up to Hillary? Who's going to stand up to to the uh, to the policies that are bringing us farther and farther left if they got control? It's the same damn thing. Because they'll stop at nothing. They'll no. stop it. They'll just keep pushing, pushing, pushing until it, there's some type of implosion. Well, where, where is this here? You got some implosion? Yeah, I do. I do. It's making national news now. Uh, I have it right here. 
It's making national news. Uh, the Minnesota Democratic Party has suspended a spokesman for calling for violence against Republicans, even as two Republican candidates have been assaulted in suspected politically motivated attacks. The DFL has suspended communication staffer William Davis for one week without pay after making a Facebook post joking. We had this yesterday, remember? Right. Joking that Democrats would bring Republicans to the guillotine on November 7, the day after the midterms. The Minnesota Republican Party chairwoman Jennifer Carnahan said the suspension was not enough, calling for his immediate firing. Uh, then we learned that uh, uh, the Washington Free Beacon— uh, well, my printer cut out on me here. We had a number of attacks in the state, right? First-time state representative candidate Shane uh, Mechelin suffered a concussion after getting sucker punched while speaking with constituents in a restaurant in Benton County. I think John had that yesterday. Mm -hmm. Mechelin said he has suffered memory loss, forgetting Representative Anderson's name at one point in the interview, and doctors tell him he will have a four- to six-week recovery time. He said he was hit while sitting at a high-top table at a local eatery and hit his head on the floor. Uh, Benton County Sheriff Troy Heck told the Free Beacon that his department has interviewed the alleged assailant. Investigators are awaiting medical records. Maiklin said he was disappointed that he had not seen the Democrats condemn the attack against him, but was floored to see the party take a, such a light approach to Davis's comments. Isn't this something? Wow. When you're sitting at a, at a restaurant, mm -hmm. who cares? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think how mad. I'm going to Scotland. <laughs> how mad? What would it take for you to see someone, forget even a bit of politician, to go up there and uh, to physically elbow them or, or, or cuff them across the head? Well, it, it, I, that's not plausible. I'm an appeaser, if anything. I'm not. Well, I would agree. I can't think of anybody that I would have to. And think if, if politically somebody upsets you that bad. I, I wouldn't trust you in, in your normal life because you'd be so angry. Yesterday we had to be hysterical about uh, apparently we're losing bugs. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Yeah. In a, in, a, in, a, in a park in Puerto Rico, and I, I searched in vain for any uh, so-called scientific uh, indication that wouldn't a hurricane have played a role in that? I mean, they had a devastating a hurricane in Puerto Rico. A lot of but wind. We're, we're hysterical now because we, we have some insect laws. Well, we have a new, uh, when, we, uh, when we return, we have today's hysteria. Uh, we can almost find one daily, but I, we have today's hysteria when we come back. You're working on something. Yeah, yeah.